Hello and welcome to another episode of the Matthew Talks About Sport podcast. Uh, I am Matthew. Uh, You may have noticed this is a bit of a different episode just based on the size of it and that is because uh, me and some of the other people are on this episode uh, unfortunately have exams around this time of year uh, and so this is our pre-recorded big massive NRL full season review Uh, it's going to be a big one we're going to go through club by club and we're going to assess uh, four things Uh, the first thing we'll be doing is giving each club a letter grade you know your A, B, C, D, E, F type stuff I will also give them an MVP Uh, we'll uh, tell you what their game of the year was as judged by us uh, and we will also um, tell you uh, an early prediction for next year um, it's you know the the prediction stuff is is a bit iffy uh, you know where it's it's guesswork of course um, but the, uh, that that's what this episode is going to look like uh, and we're going to do one for the AFL next week um, but I hope you enjoy, and um, yeah. Uh, welcome, Lucas, to uh, to this episode. We're, of course, going to be reviewing the NRL season, and the first club is the Brisbane Broncos. They're a bit of a disappointing season. They, season sorry. Uh, they came 14th. What would you give them for their grade? Oh, I'd give them a D. The down four, pretty much, pretty much just straight down. Yeah, yeah, definitely wasn't their best season. One of the positives, though, for them came from their their big 117-kilo prop, Payne Haas, uh, who's just clearly uh, their their MVP. Um, just if you look at some of his uh, stats, he got an incredible 14 tackle breaks in round 19 uh, against the formidable Panthers. And uh, it just once he came back into that side around round four, it was clear to see they they had a bit of a boost. Um, he's just he's just dominated for them. Um, and of course, uh, the next up we have their game of the year, and it it has to be round twenty against the Cowboys. Um, against you know their big rivals, and they managed to win it thirty seven to eighteen. Uh, they got six tries uh, from that game. Uh, even even got the field goal late just to just to rub salt in the wounds, and then still got another try, uh, and that that was definitely a, a highlight in a, in a poor season for them. But uh, next year, obviously, twenty twenty two, it's coming up. And uh, what is your early prediction for the Broncos? I think they'll surely they can't go worse. Maybe they'll do better. They'll get between ninth and fourteenth, maybe with their new signings they got I think they got Reynolds and Ryan James yeah. um, with and some I think maybe some other ones but those are the main two hopefully they do better this time okay well that is one team down and uh, there are there are still 15 more to go uh, but there's our review of the Broncos season uh, just in between uh each of these teams, I'm I'm just going to play a bit of a uh, highlights package uh, from their year. Um, so there'll just be some commentary uh, in between each team's review. At Brisbane, and they finish with a four-pointer. Gamble puts a kick over the top of Zarko. Can he get a bounce? Well, he can't, but Jordan Ricky can. And Brisbane put an exclamation mark on this one tonight. 
Yeah, and if anyone deserves a try tonight, it is Jordan Rickey. Uh, so the next club uh, off the rank is the Canberra Raiders. Uh, missing finals this year for the first time in a couple of years. They came 10th. Uh, if you had to give them a letter grade, Lucas, what would you be assessing their season as? Oh, I'd go D, D, no, not really the best. Yeah, I think the missing falling. finals, will, um, it'll hurt them. Um, but uh, similar to the Broncos, there was one shining light being uh, Jordan Rapana, their their winger. Um, he's he's thirty two, uh, but I think he's still managed to dominate for them. Uh, he got twelve tries across the season. Uh, even kicked a couple of goals in a few of the games uh, when their their main kicker was out, and uh, he, he just had an all around uh, good season. And uh, and then obviously they also had some good games. Uh, the one we've picked out is round two against the Sharks. Managed to win at 12-10. They got out to a 12-0 lead at halftime. Uh, conceded two tries and a penalty goal. Um, even a two-point field goal was attempted from the Sharks, but they just couldn't get goals and the Raiders managed to hold on. Um, but what is what is your early prediction for 2022, Lucas? Um, I don't. I think they'll continue to drop. They haven't really had the best. Last couple of seasons, maybe 11th to 16th. Um, from going to making it to the grand final to low end of the finals, and then this year not even making it to the finals, it's just not looking good for them. Now, Hodgson for Williams to drift across left. Chris Cresswell score. He's a good one. He is a talent. And Sebastian Chris, he was disallowed the opening try last week, but they've locked it in this week for the Raiders to lead 4-0. And uh, the next team is uh, the, the Canterbury Bulldogs. They had just a shocking season. Uh, coming 16th, they just they fell and they had some horrible losses. Uh, I mean, what, what is your grade for them, Lucas? Oh, terrible. The worst you can get, F, 100%. Yeah, very poor display uh, from them. Uh, their MVP, I'm um, going to give it to Luke Thompson, who is uh, their their prop. Um, he didn't have a particular good season, but uh, he, he certainly played decent enough, had a good 10 uh, tackle breaks against the Sharks uh, in round 19. Uh, and he was he was able to perform uh, well enough for them. And their best game of the season has to be their last one, round 25 against the Tigers. Uh, there wasn't much to play for for either team, and the Bulldogs just came out and just smashed them. But uh, as for the early prediction for next year, what do you reckon, Lucas? Well, they've got a couple new signings, mainly Josh Adokar, He's a big one for them. He'll 100% help them. I think they'll surely, surely have to do better than last season, maybe 7th to 12th. But yeah. maybe not. No, there's no chance in the top six, I think. Yeah, it's going to take a while for them to rise. So it's allowed the Bulldogs to take a breath. 
work out where the space is going to be with 12 players. And I reckon Nick Mooney will find himself there somewhere. They've just been hammering away with, with one off plays, a looping pass. Wakeham, Corey Allen! Canterbury 30, West Tigers nil! Yeah, lovely ball. Lovely pass, Brandon Wakeham. Uh, the, the next team we have to uh, review their season for is, of course, the Cronulla Sharks. Uh, they had a decent season, but they'll be a bit disappointed coming ninth, just missing out on finals. Uh, what's your grade for them, Lucas? Uh, they had a decent season, not the best, but I'd give them a C. I think that's deserved for what they, what they did. Not 100% deserved of top eight, but nearly got there. Yeah, yeah, definitely a pass mark for them. I think they've shown some good signs. And uh, for their for their MVP, uh, just has to go to their fullback, Will Kennedy. Uh, got 14 tries uh, throughout the season. Um, quite a few line breaks, line break assists. He was always uh, get, getting around there uh, for them and uh, had, had a good season in that regard. Uh, for their best match, has to go to round 11 against their rival, St. George. Uh, they won that 13-12. Uh, so that they, they scored the first try, converted it, uh, and then St. George got a penalty goal right on half time to bring it back to, to 6-2. Uh, and then St. George got two tries early in the second half. Uh, but unfortunately for them, didn't convert either of them. Uh, the the Sharks were then able to get uh, another try through William Kennedy and uh, converted it to go into the lead. St. George got a late penalty goal um, before a field goal in extra time to Chad Townsend uh, brought the Sharks home by 1.1312. Um, that was definitely a big highlight for them. But uh, as for the early prediction for next year, what do you have for them, Lucas? I think we will go the same as Canterbury, um, 7 to 12. They've gained Fanuka and Hines and McInnes, which is some good some good players to, to have in their squad. They've also lost Johnson and Dugan, though. Um, I don't know if that was going to have a big effect on the team, but I think they'll stay around the same area. That's kind of their team, the team that they're becoming right now a 7-12 mid-table type of team. Yeah, certainly just breeding uh, into game time into the youngsters uh, this year, uh, mixed with a couple of signings, should negate the losses of Dugan and Johnson. Um, even though they are both very good players, they were getting a bit older. Third time lucky, bang straight down the middle. 
Uh, the next team uh, for our reviews, of course, the Gold Coast Titans. Uh, they had a pretty good year. They made it into the finals for the first time in a couple of years, managed to just scrape in in eighth and uh, almost uh, knocked over the Roosters, actually, in the elimination final. Would have been a great upset, but it wasn't to be. And uh, what's your letter grade for them, Lucas? I'd give them a B for this season, not mainly because of how they played, but because of how they did previously due to the season. I think they've had a good uprise and getting into the finals. Um, yeah, I think they they deserve a B this season. Yeah, it's certainly been a, been a good season for them and there's some promise for the future. Uh, for their MVP, it has to go to, to their fullback, uh, AJ Brimson. Um, he had a he had a pretty good season. Um, just you know, uh, good good uh, meters gain stats and line break stats. Um, was just able to support them uh, when they needed uh, that support, and he's gotten a pretty big contract to wait till twenty twenty six. So that's definitely good for the Titans. And as for their best game, has to be when they uh, got the the finals uh, berth against the Warriors. It's another round 25 game. Uh, they won 44-0, uh, getting um, eight tries, uh, converting six of them. And there were there were quite a few sin bins uh, in this game. Big scrap around the 64th, 65th minute. Saw three Warriors players go off and one Titan go off. Um, but they, they managed to, to bring home uh, their regular season strong in front of their fans. Uh, but for the uh, early prediction for next year, what do you reckon, Lucas? I think they'll either continue the uprise or stay around the same area, um, going for fifth to tenth. They've brought in some players, not really any big-name players, um, and they've lost some players such as Tyron Peachy to the West Tigers, um, Sam Stone. Um, not big losses, not big gains. I think they'll stay around the same area. So the last play in the set for Will Blake will give it off. Coming forward, Harris Devita, the 5'8, was taking a carry. That's how short they are. Now Campbell sees some space. Fresh air in front of him. He runs away from Matanza Lesnia. There is no chase. Jaden Campbell has a second. Well, the next team, it's uh, it's the Manly Sea Eagles. They had a cracker of a season. They got smashed in their first five games. And then Tommy Turbo showed up uh, around round six and just took them straight up into the top four. Uh, they ended up coming fourth overall. Uh, the prelim final exit against Souths. But uh, what would you give as their letter grade, Lucas? I think they're one of the best teams besides the finals. I think they were, they were one of the best teams in the comp. We, I'll give them an A with, I think, Travoyevich won the Dahlia medal this season. It was a very strong season for Manly. Even though a shaky start, I think they ended the season very well. Yeah, it was certainly a really good season for them. And for their MVP, I mean, there's there's kind of three choices. He could go Garrett, could go Cherry Evans, but realistically, you can't go past Tommy Turbo. 28 tries uh, this season, and that's not including the 
the loads of tries he scored in state of origin uh, for New South Wales. Um, it, it's just as soon as he came into the team, he just turned the tide. Uh, he got uh, five hat-tricks in, in the span of uh, 10, 10 games. Uh, sorry, uh, nine games, that was. And he just had an incredible season. And for their best game, I mean, it has to be round 16 against the Bulldogs. Huge 66-0 win, 11 tries, all of them converted by Ruben Garrick. Uh, so he got a total of 26 points throughout the game, as well as Tommy Turbo got a hat-trick, as did Saab. Um, it was just a huge, huge game for them. Sipley got uh, two tries, and then Lawton uh, got got the other one. Um, and that was just an incredible, incredible game for them. Uh, but next year, I mean, they still have Tommy Turbo. But uh, what what do you reckon will happen for them uh, next year, Lucas? Um, I think they'll come top four again. It was a solid season for them. Uh, they very good players. You got um, mainly Trevojevic. I think they'll stay up there. Uh, well, we have uh, done six team reviews so far. There are ten to go, and uh, those are all the ones that uh, I recorded with Lucas. So thank you for being in those, uh, Lucas, and the rest of the ones will be uh, done with Josh. Uh, they were recorded with. Uh, but just uh, in between uh, the, the two lots of teams, uh, I figured uh, we should also review the state of origin from this year. So uh, I'm just going to go through what happened. So I uh, started in uh, game one, um, one of uh, the biggest wins for New South Wales, and I think it was the biggest win ever, uh, winning 50-6 to six against Queensland. Um, and it was just domination uh, from us. You know, uh, Tom Trebojevic got a hat-trick. Tyrone Mitchell uh, each got two tries. And it was just an incredible game uh, from New South Wales and just looked all over Queensland. One of the best teams um, that, that they've put together. And just looking at that team, it, there's, there's not a single player in there who just isn't or wasn't a superstar this year, uh, and then moving on to game two, uh, the defence was solid, kept Queensland to nothing, uh, and managed to win 26 nil for New South Wales, uh, and settled uh, the series. Uh, despite the fact that both games were in Queensland, uh, the third game was uh, also in in Queensland uh, once again due to COVID. Uh, and they managed to get a win back in that one, winning 20-18. to 18. Uh, It was definitely a much closer one. Uh, Latrell Mitchell and Tom Draboyevich each got uh, four tries. They were just everywhere in the centres for New South Wales. Nathan Cleary uh, also uh, put in uh, some really good performances, kicking 13 goals uh, altogether. And it was, it was just a very dominant series from... Uh, New South Wales, but uh, now I'm going to play some highlights uh, from that before we, we get back into the team reviews. So it's Cleary, now it's with Lua, 
Well, wasn't that one of the best State of Origin series ever for New South Wales? But uh, we're going to go back to the teams now, and uh, the next one to do is Melbourne. Uh, for the rest of the teams, I'm going to be joined by Josh. Welcome. Uh and uh, so the first team we're going to go through is Melbourne. They had a pretty good year. They came first, got the minor premiership, and then went out in the prelim final. What would you give them for the grade? I think, you know, minor premiers deserves an A. Um, I think they did did reasonably well with the roster they had. Um, you know, obviously a disappointing loss um, in the semifinal, you know, not quite making the grand final. But... um. You know, you got to carry minor premiers on your back. Um, and, you know, being uh, champions two years in a row in and of itself has been quite the feat. But, um, you know, minor premiers is still to be commended. So, yeah, an A from me. Yeah. And uh, moving on to their MVP, I think it has to go to Brandon Smith, their hooker. Uh, he had a really, really nice season, got quite a few tries uh, for a hooker and, uh, and even had a stretch. In the span of five games, he got six tries, which is pretty rare. Uh, and then for their game of the year, I think it just has to go for round nine against the Rabbitohs, winning 50-0 against a fellow top four team. Uh, probably could have been higher, uh, but they only got half the conversions. Uh, it was uh, six tries for Josh Adokar, including uh, his hat-trick by the 26th minute. And that was just an incredible performance by them. But uh, to finish it off, what's the uh, early prediction for next year, Josh? Yeah, I think, you know, with the, with the roster they've had, um, they haven't had too many big trades, um, you know, leaving um, and coming. So I reckon top four um, is a safe, safe spot for them next year. Well, you can see the try line and Melbourne. 40 to nil. Set it up beautifully. The cutout pass to Wallen, the beautiful two-on-one. They've thrown any number of shapes at them on that left-hand side of the field. Everyone subtly different. There's a there's a difference in in just about every play. 
Uh, the next team to review is the Newcastle Knights. They had a decent season uh, coming, you know, making finals again, coming seventh. Uh, but they they did unfortunately uh, lose to Parramatta in that elimination final. What would you give them for their grade, Josh? Yeah, um, I reckon I'd give them a standard C. Um, I think, you know, they looked a little slow um, in certain parts of um, of this season, definitely picked it up towards the tail end. Um, so, yeah, I think this is a good grade for them. Yeah, and uh, for their MVP, I think it simply has to go to Kalen Ponga. Uh, he, it probably wasn't his best season. Uh, that was probably one or two years ago, but it was still a very good season for him, and he's only 23. So it's going to be exciting to see where he goes. Um, as their fullback. And uh, he was also able to be their goal kicker for the first couple of games, um, which, you know, shows good versatility. It's not often uh, the fullback is the goal kicker. And uh, he, for a lot of their games, he played the the full 80 minutes. There were, there were only four or five instances uh, where he wasn't on the field. Um, of course, he didn't actually come on until round five, uh, similar to Turbo at Manly um, and had, uh, a long time out uh, in the middle from round 10 to 15, but he still had a really good season and uh, it's going to be exciting to see what he can produce next year. And for their game of the year, it has to be round 16 uh, against the Cowboys. This is when Ponga came back into the team and uh, got on the board pretty quickly, getting a try in the second minute. Uh, he got a brace as did Dominic Young and Connor Watson as they went on to a 38 nil victory. But what's your prediction for them next year, Josh? Um, yeah, I think for next year, um, similar spot to where they finished last year. I think it really depends um, how they go um, in the offseason um, and how they come out of the gates because they definitely seem to um, perk up towards the end. Um, so I think, you know, depending on their, their start of the season, um, anywhere between 10th, um, maybe up until 5th or, you know, just brushing in that top four, really could really vary. Clifford can put up a monster. Here he is again. Not his biggest this time. Holmes is there. And Holmes has lost it. Young to Ponga. Welcome back, KP. Kalen Ponga. The beneficiary of a bomb not stopped by the Cowboys and a 4-0 scoreline. Uh, the next team to talk about is the New Zealand Warriors. They had a bit of a disappointing season coming 12th, uh, but they haven't been the best team um, for a couple of years now. Um, how how would you assess their season, Josh? Yeah, look, I think I'd never see. Um, I think it was always going to be a rough season for them um, with so many of their players actually coming from New Zealand, um, away from their families um, and isolated um, from from their home, um, I think mentally, you know, that's going to take a toll on the players. Um, so I think in light of that, um, you know, still still kind of fighting their way through, um, you know, especially earlier in the season, um, you know, I think that's the safe for me. Yeah, and uh, for their MVP, their Player of the Year, I think it has to go to Tuivasa Shek. Uh, he unfortunately missed the last few rounds, but uh, from the fullback, he had a really good season uh, for them. And like you said, given the circumstances, uh, it was definitely hard 
uh, for them. But uh, until he got injured, he played every single possible minute for them, including nine minutes in extra time against the Dragons um, and then going off after 14 minutes against the Panthers. Bit of a disappointing way to end the season, uh, but he definitely had a good one. And uh, for their game of the year, I think it has to be their game against the Raiders in round three. Uh, this was a game truly of swings and roundabouts. They were down 25-6 at half time, and it just looked like the Raiders would blow them away. Uh, but then they got a try. Raiders got one back uh, before a few quick tries for them, got them back in the lead all of a sudden, and a late try from Pompey uh, that was converted by Nicarim. I saw them win 34 to 31 in uh, one of the, the best comebacks in rugby league. But uh, what would you say is uh, the early prediction for them next year? Yeah, look, um, I think um, that when you come 12th, it's not awful. I think there's room for improvement, definitely from um, a, a playing point of view um, and definitely from you know being up on the board um so i think there's room for improvement um but i don't think they'll go super far next year i think you know often you see um rebuilds or you know just teams coming um, up and down so i think there could be anywhere in the bottom i'm going to place them around nine to 16 um in that sort of bracket there Two seconds left. Two plays left. Hodgson. He goes to Williams. Over the top. A chance. Rapina. Rapina for the corner. Rapina puts it down. He doesn't think he scored. The suspense is killing us. And Roger Tuolbasa Shek is killing the Raiders and Ricky Stewart. They're trying to get off the. Uh, the next team we're going to review is the North Queensland Cowboys. They had a really bad year managing to come 15th um, and just not winning all too many uh, games. Uh, how would you rate their season, Josh? Yeah, like you said, um, they looked a bit of a shambles for most of the year. Um, so it's going to be a D from me, um, maybe even pushing into that E bracket. You know, they just didn't seem um, to be able to, get anything right really for most of the season um on on paper their team doesn't look too bad so i'm not too sure what it was but um yeah it just definitely did not perform for this year yeah and uh yeah thanks and uh for their mvp i think it has to go to valentine holmes their fullback uh the 26 year old really uh dominated for them got quite a few tries but he was also their goal kicker uh, which allowed him uh, to, to rack up quite a lot of points. Um, he also played uh, every minute of every game that he was a part of, except for one minute in round six, he spent off the ground um, and ha uh, wasn't uh, in the team for round 17 to 20, um, but he had a really good year. For their game of the year, it has to be round nine against the Broncos. Uh, they won that 19-18 and a good performance in front of the, the home fans. In fact, there were 22,222 of the fans, and that's a, that's a fun fact. 
Um, each team got uh, three tries. Uh, the Cowboys got on the board first, uh, going up 6-0, but the, the Broncos struck back uh, to make it 6 or and then scored again to make it 12-6 uh, before a penalty goal from Holmes uh, on half time made it 12-8 at the main break. Um, then the second half, uh, it was it went uh, Cowboys, Broncos, and then Cowboys again. Uh, Taumalolo try the 74th minute that was converted, brought it back to 18-0 uh, before Valentine Holmes uh, scored a field goal in the 77th minute for a classic game, uh, classic win for the Cowboys. But uh, what what's your early prediction for next year for them, Josh? Yeah, similar to what I said um, with New Zealand, I think when, when you come off, you know, uh, a low-ranking a low season like that, I think it often takes a little while. Um, especially, you know, coming in at 15th. Um, so I'm going to place them bottom of the ladder, um, I think, anywhere from last to maybe top 10 if they're lucky. Um, once again, you know, not, not the biggest fan of the early predictions because it's really hard to tell what happens in the offseason. Um, and, you know, you're not entirely sure where trades stand. But, um, yeah, if it was a pure reflection this year, I'd say that that's where they'd be. Next team to review is the Parramatta Eels. They had a pretty good season. They came sixth, managed to beat the Knights in finals before a loss to the Panthers knocked them out in the semifinals. How would you rate their season, Josh? Yeah, look, it wasn't wasn't a horrible season. Um, I think they definitely um, slowed down towards the end. Um, they just didn't seem to be anywhere. Um, and really what saved them was a good performance at the, the front of the season. Um, so I'd give them a B, maybe even slipping into that C bracket a bit, um, purely because um, that what really saves them from really falling down the leaderboard was just um, a bit of an overwhelming um, storm out of the gates at the start of the season. Yeah. And uh, for their MVP, I think it simply has to go to Clint Gutherson, their fullback. Um, he just dominated from back there, got lots of running meters. Uh, his his season high would be 284 against the Sharks in round three, which, like you said, is right in that prime time for, uh, for when they dominated um, and won a lot of early games. And uh, for their game of the year, it has to be round two against the Storm. No one thought they'd win, but a couple of tries from Sevo and another one from Paulo, um, brought them brought them back uh, for a classic 16-12 win. But uh, what's your early prediction for them next season? Yeah, um, I think if they can keep the pace that they showed um, earlier this season um, and can maintain that, um, I think they could do well. They have had um, a couple of signings, um, you know, and with the retiring of Blake Ferguson, 
um, you know, one of the club's veterans. Um, so that could play into it a bit. Um, so I reckon anywhere from maybe top four to really middle of the pack around nine or ten. Lane plays the ball. Marnie gives the pass. And Moses puts it high down to Jennings. Oh, marked by Sebo. He's going to go in and make the, make the try. Did he hold the ball? Sebo has put up a miraculous leap. Moses, way up into the heavens. Way up. He looks over his eye and says, there's Sebo. George doesn't even get a piece of it. Sebo steals it. Now he's got to force his way to the ground. Doesn't get there the first time. Swivels out, slams it down for a Parramatta victory. Uh, the next team to talk about is the Penrith Panthers. They are, of course, the, the premiers uh, for, for a lot of the season. It just looked like it would be a formality they would win. Uh, a couple of losses during the origin time hurt them when they didn't have Fairy, Luai or Toe, but they came back uh, and performed and managed to, to win the premiership overall. But uh, what, what would you assess their season as, Josh? How can you not give the premiers a name, Matt? How, how could you do them like that? Um, you know, like you said, um, they had a, had a really good season um, coming off with an unlucky uh, grand final last year where they were in a similar position to this year, looking strong all year, um, but then couldn't turn up on the finals day. Um, and then, you know, this year um, came back with the fire in their bellies and uh, went all the way and won the grand final. So, yeah, definitely an A for me. Yeah, and uh, for the the MVP, uh, there's only one man for it. It has to be Nathan Cleary, uh, their halfback. He's only 23, but he's going to go places. He uh, was injured, unfortunately, uh, from round 16 to 21 and was also in origin, uh, so he missed rounds 13 and 14 uh, due to that. Um, but I mean, he just had an incredible year. He scored an amazing 28 points. Uh, for two weeks in a row uh, in rounds 10 and 11, scoring uh, a hat-trick of tries and eight goals in round 10 against the Titans and two tries and 10 goals against Souths in round 11. Um, That was just incredible, as well as a season-high 844 uh, kicking metres against Souths in round 23. Uh, He's just dominated. And for their game of the year, I mean, there's only one game, really. It's the grand final. Uh, We all know how it went. You know, they they were composed, they looked strong, and they just came over the Rabbitohs really well uh, to win 14 to 12. But uh, what's the, the early prediction for them next year, Josh? Yeah, I think um, next year, definitely looking at that top four position as well. Um, I think they've kept, um, well, at this point in time, they've kept a lot of their really good players. Um, so in their halves, um, they're still looking really strong now. So um, I think they could uh, maybe go back to back next year. Um, definitely a strong chance of that. Thank you. 
with the kick, which will have Mansell oh, under pressure. He backs away from oh. Sorensen grabbed it, ducked it out the back. Luai continues on. He gives it to oh. Burton. Matt Burton. Dreams are made of days like this. He cleans up the crumbs and scores a hat-trick in his hometown. But they had a hell of a lot of help from their friends. Of that, I can assure you. The Panthers celebrate. 13 of these blokes debuted with the Panthers. Six of them local juniors from places like St. Mary's, Mount Druitt, Missionbury. Well, we've now done 12 teams. There's only four left to go. But uh, just before we finish up reviewing the teams, I'm going to talk about uh, some of uh, the other uh, important events that happened this year in the world of rugby league. Uh, so, of course, I mentioned the men's state of origin earlier. There was also the women's state of origin. That was won by Queensland, 8-6. Uh, it, it was definitely a close game. New South Wales got the early try. Queensland got it back to lead 6-4 at half time, And then a penalty goal leech in the second half meant uh, Queensland won. Uh, and the under-19s women's state of origin, that was played the same night, however, New South Wales won. Uh, and that game was won 16-12, uh, and a good performance there. Uh, in the All-Stars game, the Indigenous All-Stars versus the Maori All-Stars, that game was actually a draw. It was 10 all. Um, the, the Maori All-Stars did get an extra try, but two penalty goals to the Indigenous All-Stars helped them there. And uh, it was only 2-0 at half-time, but 10-all at the end of the game. And in the women's All-Stars game, the Maori women's just destroyed the Indigenous women's, winning 24-0, five tries to zip. On top of that, the Interest Super Cup in Queensland, that was the only other competition that was on, and that was won by the Devils, beating the Seagulls 16-10 in their grand final. The next team to talk about is uh, the South Sydney Rabbitohs. They're my team, of course, and uh, they managed to come second overall uh, in, a, in a pretty good season, uh, but uh, just wasn't to be in the end in the grand final. But uh, how how are you going to assess their season, Josh? Yeah, I think, you know, as as prelim- not preliminary, as um, premier challenges, um, you know, I think definitely another A here. Um, I think they had a really good season overall. And um, still did well in that. Yeah, and uh, for their player of the year, their MVP simply has to be uh, Cody Walker. Had a sublime season uh, in the halves. Um, he, he would just dominate. He got so many uh, try assists. Uh, he got uh, three try assists three weeks in a row, rounds 15 through 17, and managed to do the feat six times throughout the year. And just made us always look dangerous down that down that left side. And for that game of the year for them has to be uh, when uh, qualifying for the grand final in the prelims managed to beat the the Sea Eagles thirty six to sixteen. Just a dominant performance um, from Souths all around. Uh, Cody Walker and Jackson Paulo and Alex Johnston. Uh, all getting two tries uh, each, and it was just a really good performance by them. But uh, what's the the early prediction, Josh? Yeah, look, they have had a 
a lot of big um, sign-offs at the end of the year. Um, so, you know, obviously uh, losing Reynolds is going to be a big blow for them. Um, so I think they, they could still pull through um, and maybe make top four. But I think they'll probably have a very mediocre season sitting around the middle of the pack next year. Play down by Host. And Reynolds. Up and under towards Ruben Garrick. Oh, the catch is taken by Paulo, who runs backwards over the line. Incredible. That's the best backwards running try I've ever seen. Incredible. Look at him. What a great night for South Sydney, for the South Sydney fans. Uh, the next team is St George. They had a pretty mess season, uh, just trying to, you know, rebuild after they were successful a couple of years ago, and now they've dropped off, managing to come 11th. What's your grade for them, Josh? Yeah, look, not an overly impressive uh, season. I think, you know, 11th, just missing out on the top eight, um, but, you know, still staying, staying away from the bottom. So I'm going to give them just a mediocre C. Yeah, and for their player of the year, uh, simply has to be Ben Hunt. Uh, he had a pretty good season for them, uh, only played up until round 20 and missed rounds four through to seven, but he still had a, a good season, uh, was able to to give them some, some high moments, some good moments. Um, and uh, just some of his games in terms of running meters got 227 in, uh, in round 16 against the Warriors, and that was that was good for him, including 29 tackles in that game as well, which was a, a season high for him. So he was just all over at that game. Um, and for their game of the year, it's, it's got to be round 16 against against the Warriors. Um, it was just a, a, an incredible game all around. Um, they they scored four tries to the Warriors, three, but the Warriors converted all their tries. Dragons converted none, but a penalty goal in the 18th minute would uh, would help them through Corey Norman, and then a field goal in the 88th minute of extra time to win 19 to 18. Uh, just an incredible game all around. But uh, what's the the early prediction for them next year? Yeah, um, I think next year um, it's going to be uh, a very mediocre season. Uh, it's going to be anything too special, um, especially after you know a very bland, very average season this year um, with a couple of disappointing losses. Um, so I'd put them around um, 10 to, you know, maybe 10 to 14 in that bracket. Then on for Norman. Working out right for Hunt. Cut out board there for Bird. He's turned them around. He's turned them around. Have a look at this. Bird is claiming the try. There's numerous hands having a crack at the ball. And there you go. Gets the quick play the ball in. Five seconds to go. Hunt with it. Goes left. Norman cut out ball. Williame. Ramsey scores in the corner. Ramsey goes fishing. And scores to make it 8-0 with time up on the clock. And Norman will have a kick from the left touchline to win. The left boot on its way. Corey Norman hits the upright. He's one from five and we're off to golden points. 
Vaughan to play it in front of the post. McCulloch, they come off their line quick, the Warriors. The field goal shot this time is there. Yeah. Corey Norman struggling to hit the side of a barn. The goal kicking has kicked the field goal to win it. And St. George Illawarra, the great escape. Ladies and gentlemen, you've witnessed it here on Fox League. For the penultimate team that we're going to review, it is the Sydney Roosters, uh, the second last team now for Betty Kawada. Um, they had a decent season, not quite as good as when they won premierships coming fifth, going out in the semi-finals. Uh, how are you going to assess their season, Josh? Yeah, look, maybe maybe a B for them. Um, I think, you know, they did pretty well um, after losing Boyd Corner, I do believe that was earlier this season. Um, with his retiring. Um, but, you know, I think um, they definitely did well placing fifth top eight um, and making it through the first couple of weeks of finals. Yeah, yeah. For their MVP, it's going to have to be uh, James Tedesco for me too. Uh, he was their captain after Cordner and the Morris brothers retired uh, playing an uh, incredible season, getting a hat-trick in round one and just really stabilised that team when they needed it. And for their game of the year, it's going to have to be their elimination final against the Titans, uh, managing to win 25-24 with a field goal in the 77th minute from Sam Walker uh, really helped them. Uh, but what is your early prediction for them next year, Josh? Yeah, um, I think after a bit of a Roosters dynasty, um, I think they could be slipping down a bit. Um, I think... You know, finishing fifth this year, so I wouldn't be surprised um, if they finish sort of in that bottom. Uh, sorry uh, about that. Unfortunately, Josh uh, cut out for a moment there, but uh, what he was saying was that he thinks uh, the Roosters will come in the, the bottom half of the top eight or maybe even just missing it and slipping down to 10th. And uh, here's the second last highlights package. And for the final team, it is the Wests Tigers. Uh, disappointing year for them coming 13th. What is your grade for them, Josh? Yeah, look, I think um, there's a lot of questions that need to be asked. There are a lot of harder questions being asked um, of their management team, um, particularly at the end of the season. A lot of questions about Michael McGuire, about whether he would stay on. Um, so I think, you know, with all those questions and um, just a overall pretty disappointing performance throughout the year, I'm going to give them a D for 2021 season. Yeah. And uh, for their MVP uh, has to be Adam Dewey, uh, their 5'8". Uh, he had a pretty good year, um, including a season-high 20 points against the Knights in round 10 uh, for six goals and two tries. And he had a great season. Uh, and for their game of the year, it has to be when they knocked off the Panthers 26-6 in round 13. And they just never looked like losing and were able to, to dominate. Um, but uh, what is what is your early prediction for them next year? Yeah, look, they kind of seem to be going nowhere at the moment. Um, there's a bit of, uh, bit of memes going around about them. You know, Tiger's spot is 9 or 10. Um, you know, that's, that's where they live. Um, can't beat them out of there. Um, but apparently they were this year at 13. 
Um, so, you know, it's really interesting to see what happens next year. I'm going to pin them around uh, the bottom eight, though. Um, so, you know, maybe top of 10, um, if they're lucky. I don't think they're looking at a top eight side, though, next year. puts the icing on the cake a great night for the home side and the home fans well that brings us to the end of the full teams review uh, for our big NRL season review but one thing we haven't touched on yet is uh, what happened at the Dalian medal uh, you know some of the biggest awards in uh, rugby league were handed out that night and so I uh, figured I'd just uh, put that at the end here so uh, the, the big one, of course, was the Dalian medal itself. It was won by Tom Trebojevic, uh, polling 35 votes, uh, comfortably beating Cleary, who got 30, and Walker, who got 29. Uh, Cherry Evans and Tedesco on 23 rounded out uh, the top five. And um, that was, uh, you know, congratulations to him. He definitely deserves it. He had a, a fantastic season. And that was shown uh, in the team of the year too, where he was named as fullback of the year. Uh, the other players were uh, on the wings, Toe and Garrick uh, were in the team of the year. The centre, uh, the centres were Burton and Olam. Uh, the five-eighths was Walker and the halfback was Cleary. The props were Payne Haas and James Fisher-Harris. The second rowers, Kickout and Papali. Uh, and the lock was Isar Yo. And the hooker was Brandon Smith. And uh, all those players uh, just had a fantastic season. Uh, there were there were five Penrith players in there, um, to, which just shows how well they played this season. Uh, there were two Melbourne players wrapping up the minor premiers, uh, two Manly players, a Souths player and a Brisbane player. Uh, the Rookie of the Year, that went to Sam Walker of the Roosters. He had a great year and we heard uh, his field goal earlier against the Titans. The Captain of the Year went to James Tedesco, uh, again of the Roosters. He did a really good job holding them together. And the Coach of the Year went again to the super coach Craig Bellamy of the Melbourne Storm. The top point scorer was Reuben Garrick of Manly and the top try scorer was Alex Johnston of Souths getting 30 tries. The headline moment of the year went to Melbourne's 19 match winning streak and the Proven Summons uh, award went to Josh Morris after he retired. Uh, the Drinkwise try of the year went to Tom Trebojevic uh, the tackle of the year went to Xavier Coates, and the hardest working player of the year went to Isaiah Papali. So those were just uh, what happened, uh, you know, what were some of the biggest accolades in uh, rugby league this year, and congratulations uh, to all those players. Uh, but that brings us to the end of this episode of the Matthew Talks About Sport podcast. Uh, it was a big one, and uh, thank you for listening to it. Um, if you could recommend this to a friend, that would be really good. Uh, I did put a lot of effort into this, and it would be nice uh, if you could spread the word and uh, get more people to come back listening to the Matthew Talks About Sport podcast.